0: Good evening. Welcome to Livestream Stars. I'm Ross Brand. Hope you're having a great Monday. And Livestream Stars is the show where we feature top broadcasters delivering high quality content across live stream platforms. We are on every Monday at 7 p.m. And we're brought to you by Livestream Universe, livestreamuniverse.com. And my guest today is Bonnie Frank. Her website is BonnieLFrank.com. She's a consultant and coach who actually built her business using live streaming. And I'm so excited you could join us tonight, Bonnie, and excited to hear about how you went about doing that.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, I, I notice on your website you offer a, a lot of different services. You, you People can subscribe to get your past, um, past live streams from Blab and Periscope. You do coaching. Um, you have a mastermind group. Um, you provide a lot of free resources. You have a, a free blog that people can uh, see your latest uh, thoughts and, and your latest scopes. Um, so where were you? Let's, let's go back a little bit. Where were you prior to discovering the whole live streaming game?
1: Okay. Um, so in July of 2014, I started my own business. Um, prior to that, I had been a full-time blogger, so I did a great job promoting other people's businesses and getting paid for it. Um, and so after a couple of years of doing that, I thought, you know, there's something wrong with this. I should be building my own brand and promoting that and making money. So I started the Women in Biz in July of 2014. I had that for 14 months with no customers. So I had a business with no customers and I can't call that a hobby because I wasn't having enough fun doing it to be calling it a hobby. Um, I was trying very hard. I was on 10 different social media platforms, but I was basically invisible. I was on the platforms daily. I was utilizing the platforms by all of the rules, utilizing them the way that they were supposed to be used. Um, but I wasn't getting any business. So I was basically invisible. It was like I was wasn't even there, even though, believe me, I was out there. Uh, Nobody noticed me. And then um, on July 3rd of 2015, so just this past July, I found Periscope. I was reading an article Uh, comparing and contrasting Periscope and Meerkat. And when I got to the second paragraph, which said that Twitter owned Periscope, I stopped reading. I immediately opened up my Periscope account and didn't look back. I never did open up a Meerkat account. Not that there's anything wrong with Meerkat, but six days after being on Periscope, I got my first client and it has snowballed from there.
0: So you said six days after being on Periscope. Yes, six days. So there's an ROI to being on Periscope, despite what (laughs) there was a kind of a discussion going on today on Facebook. Obviously, there's an ROI for you because you had one more client than you had in the 10 months before. So it actually started paying off for you very quickly. Do you remember what your first scopes were like, what you talked about, how it went the first time you hopped on and how you started progressing over those first few days?
1: Yeah, my very first scope was on entrepreneurial survival skills um, because I uh, amazingly had survived, although still not making any money by that point. So I talked a lot about grit. Um, And I remember I really didn't talk about anything else. So it could have just been entrepreneurial survival skill um, because I really just talked about grit. Uh, My first few titles had no emojis. I don't even know if I used hashtags correctly. Um, but people did join. They did join my scopes, and I loved it. And I had been um, an educator. I, I'd been a full-time teacher and college professor before doing blogging. So talking to a group was that was easy. i mean i've I've presented to hundreds of people all over the country many, many times over. So that was no problem. Um so i I didn't mind any of that. and just the fact that anyone was there and could uh, you know, reply back, could comment, could ask questions, they could get their questions immediately answered by me. The back and forth communication was huge. And I loved that off the bat.
0: Had you ever been on uh, video on camera, anything like that before? Or was this a, a first for you?
1: Uh, No, no, no. I had. um, I had a YouTube channel, but pretty much nobody was watching it. I think I had five subscribers and no one ever commented. Um, But I had done videos. And like I said, I traveled all over the country doing lots of presentations uh, to, oh gosh, uh, crowds of hundreds and totals of tens of thousands of educators all across the country. So so that part came easy. That's just like teaching. If you can stand up and speak in front of a group of kids, Adults are easy. The kids are the hardest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, how long did it take you to start building a following? Because I actually have not been on Periscope uh, yet. And my focus is, of this show has so far been a little bit more towards Blab than towards Periscope. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding it very interesting to learn how you, you got started. What was it like, I mean, the first time you pressed the button and went on and you don't know if anybody's watching and you don't know, (laughs) you know, I I imagine like, I love the conversation aspect. So I've gravitated toward Blamp, Mm -hmm. but Periscope I think has the potential, like you say on a business, you you can talk right to what you want to talk about Mm -hmm. and you can get right into sort of showcasing your knowledge and answering the questions about your business. Um, You know, it's very, it's a very different format. How did you take to it initially? And, and, um, you know, what was it like when you first turned on and you didn't know, you know, is anybody watching? Is anybody out there?
1: Right. Um, Well, I still get nervous. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. done, oh gosh, I've done about 450 different broadcasts now just on Periscope alone. And I still get nervous every time I push broadcast now because the fact of the matter is you really don't know who's going to be on the other end. You can promote it. You can go all over social media and tell everybody where you're going to be and exactly what you're going to be talking about and the time zone that you'll be there. But the fact of the matter is you never know who's going to be on the other end. And um, you know you don't know if Grant Cardone's going to be there. He's hopped in my blabs before. He's hopped in my uh, scopes before. You don't know if it's going to be someone like that. You don't know if it's going if there's going to be a troll. You don't know if it's going to be your next door neighbor who you had no idea was on Periscope. You don't know any of those things, um, and that's what makes it kind of suc- uh, exciting and sort of nerve wracking all at the same time. Um, but, I mean, I was, to be honest with you, Russ, I was hell bent on just absolutely determined to try to make this work because 10 social media platforms weren't working.
0: Right. So right.
1: I had nothing to lose. I literally had nothing to lose. I was starting a business with no money and no support. I refused to go into debt. I never did go into debt, uh, and I won't. But, um, you know, I thought, okay, well, numbers one through 10 really didn't work at all. Maybe number 11 will, and it did. And if number 11 didn't work, I would have continued on with number 12 and so forth. So luckily, thank goodness, uh, you know, it did work. And then number 12 was actually Blab and and that has worked quite well um, also. But so building a following, you know, it's funny, I would read things all the time about be yourself, you know, talk about your passion, do what you feel is important, you know, speak about what, what is important to you and, and be you, right, and deliver you, 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 and people will come and you will build your following. And I was sort of like, ugh, whatever, because it wasn't working on 10 platforms. I thought I was doing that on 10 platforms. I really think I was, but nobody was listening to me. Well, when I got on Periscope and I was exactly the way you see me, I have long dangly earrings every day. I wear these glasses every day. My hair looks the same every day. I talk with my hands every day. This is the way I am. And when I was literally myself doing all of those same things on Periscope, for whatever reason, it hit and people did start following me and they kept coming back. And the more I noticed more and more people coming back, then you get to know them beyond their handle. Um, You know, you get to know about them. You can ask them questions like, oh, you know, how was that thing yesterday? Did that work out for you? Because you know exactly what it is that they had done. Um, So you're not just talking to Joe and Jane Schmo. You are talking to real life human beings that you actually are getting to know, like, and trust over this incredible live streaming platform,
0: and so you know you're finding that every time you go on you're seeing familiar faces or in the case of periscope you're seeing familiar names mm-hmm. um, joining and and it's sort of like an ongoing dialogue for you mm-hmm. with some of those folks, and you actually know whether they've implemented something that you recommended or um, and, and and so how did you then ramp things up? I mean, now you're on what a hundred times a day or 500 times? <laughs> like, how did you go from just starting out? Uh, you yes, know, I've
1: plumbed myself many times over. No, but um, you're on
0: like three, four, five, six, seven. When eight. I
1: started, <laughs> when I started on Periscope, um, I would scope three to seven times a day, every okay. day, seven days a week. Then about 10 or 12 weeks after I got on Periscope, I discovered blab. And so I knew that because my blabs would take longer than my scopes, my average scopes are between 20 and 30 minutes. My average blabs are more like an hour plus maybe. Um, and so because of that, I knew I wasn't going to be able to scope as much. So I decided, okay, well, when I really start blabbing once a day, I will scope three times a day. So that's my average now, three times a day for scoping and once a day for blab. And that means that it's either my blab with Bonnie show on Wednesday mornings, or it is something like this, like this covers today, <laughs> or um, it is me hopping into somebody else's blab and being in one of the four squares, delivering value for an extended period of time. I never just hop in and out. I never do that. Um, because and, and I look at that
0: three three days a week or you look at you do that five seven days, days a week. seven days a week on blab Yes. okay and yeah. then so for every one time you go on blab you go on periscope three times yes how has blab helped you have you noticed uh business benefits from being on blab
1: mm-hmm Absolutely. So um, for example, when I'm on Blab, whether it's my Blab with Bonnie show or someone else's, um, I've made a lot of friends, a lot of business friendships and, and other friendships uh, and acquaintances on Blab. And so people will tend to ask me about things that I do or things that I can help them with or things that I have for sale. And then I will put them in the chat and then people will buy them. It's kind of just that simple. It's wow. the same thing as if I hold up a card on Periscope and I say, okay, take a screenshot. And they take a screenshot and then they sign up for something later on.
0: Do that again. I'll actually take a screenshot.
1: Oh, okay. So this oh, no, is the way that you can sign up for a 20-minute chat with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so now when you're on Blab and you said you go on on every day, um, how is the audience in comparison to Periscope? Are you seeing some same people and continuing the conversation? Are people following you from Periscope? Or are they following you from Blab to Periscope? How are you finding they, the, the two platforms work together for you?
1: Yeah, um, they work together very well. It's not exactly, for me, it's not exactly the same audience. I will say about 30% is the same and 70% is completely different from Periscope. So not all of my Periscope people have gone over to Blab. I've gotten many of them over here to try it out. Um, I've interviewed some of them. I brought my clients over. Um, for example, I was just on Periscope for a couple of minutes Prior to this, and some of my people have come over from there. Um, but it's really honestly only about 30% of the people who follow me on Periscope also come over uh, to Blab. So that's nice because it's not all the same people. So I, in a sense, have two different audiences, two different pools of people uh, to pull from.
0: So we have a question from CD Bunkoff asks How soon would you recommend someone starting? Start on uh, to blab if they're getting used to Periscope.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because people always ask me, well, which one should I do first? And I said, I always say, we'll do whatever you want. And they would say, well, but yeah, but which one should I do first? And I say, whatever you want. I say you don't have to do any of them. You don't ever have to go on Blab and Periscope. Even though my entire business is built from two platforms, Blab and Periscope. I say that every day. And I very readily have already said I had no business before Periscope. So for me, live streaming made the difference. But live streaming's not for everybody. You have to be okay with the sound of your voice. You have to be okay with the fact that Glitches happen, things happen, nothing's going to work 100% 100% of the time, right? It's not a YouTube video where there's an edit and all of those other things. That's not the way it is. It's one take and that's it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You know, you don't get a do-over and you've got to be okay with that. You've got to be okay with thinking on your feet if somebody asks you a question that you had absolutely not anticipated. Um, so even though I love live streaming and I train people to do live streaming and I do live streaming masterminds and coach people, all sorts of things, and have built my business on live streaming, I am also the first person to say live streaming is not for everybody. So, Chris, an answer to your question, um, you can do Periscope and never do Blab. You can do Periscope. And now that you like that, immediately get on Blab. You can hop on Blab right now and stop listening to us. You can do whatever you want to do, because the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter. It's whatever works for you. For me, this is the system that works an average of once a day on Blab an average of three times a day on Periscope, for me, that works. It works with my schedule. I do my entire business around my son's basketball schedule. It works, right? So whatever works for you, that's what I think that you should be doing. However, caveat, if you find out that you're on live streaming and you're not getting any business or you're not building your following or you're not achieving the goals that you want to, then either come to me for help, and/or get off. Because right. if your people are not there, why in the world would you be spending time there? You should be where your people are. It just so happened my people were there.
0: Great question from Audra Knight, Media Tonight uh, at Media Tonight. Do you ever use both simultaneously? I know I see people setting up the the, the iPad and the phone, and you know all these different. Uh, contraptions to hold them. Do you ever do that or you keep each platform separate?
1: I do keep each platform separate and that's for two reasons. Number one, I realize my limitations and I know what I can do really well and I can do one of them really well at a time. The second reason is that I will not be able to maintain eye contact with both uh, with both Periscope and Blab at the same time and not being able to literally maintain eye contact to my viewers would be unacceptable to me. It, not only would it drive me crazy, I would find it to be unacceptable. And so I just I can't do that.
0: Now you recently started a Periscope challenge, right? It was ten days, ten topics. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. How how did that go, and and what did you learn from from doing that?
1: Yeah, so that was the third time that I've done the Periscope challenge. I created it in August, after just about a month after I'd been on Periscope, and I started to see. Oh, thanks, Chris. He said the challenge was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are several people on here from the challenge, um, and some of my clients are in here too. So, which is really, uh, it's it's. I'm I'm very, very appreciative of that. Um, So I created the challenge uh, because I noticed that I was getting Periscope faster than some other people. And I noticed that people were doing things on Periscope that um, was not having them use the platform as efficiently as they could be. So they weren't using their time as well as I thought they could have been doing it. So I created the challenge when you're on Periscope and when you scope once a day, right around the five day mark is when you kind of get your rhythm. You sort of get the hang of it. You're able to deal with the hearts and the comments and the questions and and delivering value. It takes about five days to kind of get there. So I knew that a five day challenge would be too little because I don't want people who are in my challenge to be experiencing success and then there's nothing else. Right. So I simply doubled it and made it a 10 day challenge. And every day I gave them a different topic uh, to scope on. And at the beginning, they scoped about themselves. And at the end, they scoped about their business so that within the 10 days, they were building up the know, like and trust factor for all of their viewers.
0: So Serena Lynn asked, what kinds of things do you help people with on Blab and, and Periscope?
1: um so two different things first of all i w- everything i do every day so if you go to um, oh hi walter if you go to uh bonnielfrank.com every single thing you'll find there will help people start and grow businesses everything i do i help people start and grow businesses So with my masterminds, with my coaching, I help people start businesses. I help people grow businesses. Sometimes people want to concentrate on growing their business via live streaming. In that case, I coach them with that. I have two different Periscope courses um, I have a couple of guides. One is blab like a pro, ultimate blab guide, one scope like a pro, ultimate scope guide. So I created those for people. I have my masterminds, I have one which is general business, I have one which focuses on live streaming. So um I tell people, I, I train people how to utilize the platforms effectively and efficiently and how to monetize them for their particular business and every business is different every business is going to go about it uh, the whole live streaming deal differently
0: talk about the process a little bit for periscope how much preparation do you do do you use notes do you use cards how do you prepare and how do you then deliver once you get on the air
1: Okay. So, um, I do have notes, but they're more like bullet points. It's not, you know, it's definitely not a script. It's more just bullet points. And if it's a topic that I've covered before, I won't have bullet points, but you need to keep in mind that I've taught for decades. So delivering a lesson, which is basically what I do on Periscope. Um, I give business tips, I give social media tips, I give blab tips, I give the occasional life tip. Um, And it's really, they're all lessons, right? And so delivering lessons is completely second nature to me. So where I might not have an outline of every single thing I do I may tell my, I may coach my clients to have an outline, um, but I do always have cards. So I always start off showing my card that says "Add Bonnie L Frank," and I say that this is me on Twitter, Blab, and Periscope. The next card in line is my website, right? So these are all calls to action, every single one. So nobody has to write any notes; they can and they do, uh, but you don't have to because it's a call to action. So if I refer to anything, guaranteed. It's in my deck of cards, literally. And um, I also have a journal. This is like my eighth journal that I filled up. so And it's dog-eared. And it's filled with notes and sticky notes and outlines and ideas uh, for scopes, ideas for blabs, all sorts of things. Um, And uh, about every week to 10 days, I will do a scope all about how to do Periscope. And then within the next seven to ten days, I will do tons of business tips and scope tips and all sorts of different things. Um, today, I talked all about Twitter.
0: And one of the things that, that really impressed me the first time I watched you is that you were both prepared and seemed to have an agenda, like a lesson plan, so to speak. You, you referenced being a teacher, but but at the same time, you were free flowing. I mean, you were you were interacting with the people who were asking you questions. You were talking clearly off the top of your head without reading, without looking in an outline. So it it was really, really well done. And I think a lot of mistakes that I'm seeing on Periscope is that people get on without a game plan and they stay on too long. Within the forty minutes that they're on, they actually provide some great value if they could condense it to about five minutes, right and eventually, they start hurting their their brand because they stay on too long, they repeat themselves too much, and it kind of wanders off and so you, you didn't really have a formula, I guess it just comes naturally to you i mean you're, you're well prepared, you use the lesson plan model what else any other tips or insights? you could give to people that sure. can really help um, them step up their game, like right I, away on Periscope?
1: absolutely Gilt. have a formula. Um, thank you for saying that it looks like I'm doing all those things. I'm actually doing much more. So um, oh, okay. um, yes, I have a formula. Yes, I have a lesson plan. Yes, I know what I want to teach or, you know, the the communications that I want to have during there. I will also recap once or twice. I greet every single person who comes in. I thank them for the hearts. I thank them for the, re- uh, I was going to say retweets, for the shares, um, you know, and I explain how to share. I'll acknowledge every comment and answer every question. So I'm continually interacting with the people that are there. I don't care if literally they just come in. If all they do, if Ross, if all you do is come in, I'll say, oh, hi, Ross. You know, I'm glad you're here. I have now acknowledged you. I have now communicated with you. I have created a relationship of sorts with you. Even if you do nothing else, you know, wow, she said my name. She saw me come in and she said my name. And not a day has gone by. So, you know, 450 plus scopes, not a day has gone by, not a scope has gone by where at least one person hasn't thanked me every single time. Every single scope, every single blab, I do it on blab too. You see, I've been greeting people as I see them come in every single time people thank me and I'm like, what are they thanking me for? They are (laughs) literally thanking me for saying hello to them because one of the reasons that I do what I do on Periscope and that I am literally so anal about greeting everybody and about acknowledging every comment and answering every question to the fullest that I can possibly answer it so that they don't go away going, well, she didn't really answer it. I don't really know what to do now. Um, you know, I want them to feel like, wow, oh, my God, she gave me so much more than I was even asking for, right? That's how I want them to feel. I know what it's like to walk into a room and have nobody acknowledge me. And to be quite honest with you, it's an awful feeling. And I don't ever want somebody who comes on my scope or on my blab to feel that same way. And so that's why I literally, I probably go overboard. I don't know. But that's why I do what I do. And every single thing I do before, during, and after every scope is in here. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I started writing them down. I started writing down everything I was doing, I guess, a couple of weeks after I was on Periscope. Um, I started noticing that I was kind of creating habits and different rhythms, and I started writing them down. And then I would write down also other things that other people did that I didn't like, that I didn't want to do. I made a note of those. And uh, then I used all of that information to create my guides and to create my scopes and to create my courses.
0: So we have a couple of questions. Um... Alice Fuller, Sheer Social asks, is it best to have a co-host on Blab so you have somebody to talk with? I won't do a Blab without a co-host because I just think there's too much. It's a social platform and you're not social if you don't have a co-host. And also the way the technology is in beta at this point. If I fall off the air, Bonnie can keep going for a little bit until I recover and get back on. But really, it's, you know, this show and a lot of others are about bringing somebody on who can bring a a different point of view or some insights from their their experience. What do you think about that, Bonnie? Have you done any blabs by yourself?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, I have a mm-hmm. weekly blab. I have a blab with Bonnie show, and I do not have a co-host. Oh, wow. So wow. But I, Ross, if you, I mean, you've seen me. I don't do things the way most people do. I right. never have. I wasn't the teacher that most teachers were. So I don't have a co-host, but that's also, like, I'm also the same person who cannot delegate. I cannot delegate. <laughs> I know I need to, but I just don't do it. So I will do impromptu scopes two or three times a week. And where I'll just pop on Blab, I have an idea about something I want to discuss. I will set, you know, set up the the Blab, and I will just come on and I'll start talking. But my viewers know that I literally will stop the Blab if nobody comes in, because I make it very clear that Blab is set up to be a conversation platform. It's not set up to be a webinar, it's certainly not set up to be a monologue. So as I start to talk about whatever it is, social media Twitter lists, I don't know, New Year's resolutions for your business, whatever it is, if nobody is asking me questions and nobody's coming on in the seats, I literally give uh, two or three chances, and then the final time I'll say something to the effect, and I mean it. If somebody doesn't join me in about the next fifteen seconds, I'm going to shut this down because this is not a conversation. If I'm sitting here talking by myself, right. so and inevitably, uh, you know, people come in because they know I will shut it down. I, I only had to shut down one in I don't know how many hundreds of labs I've done. So, so I don't have a co-host, but I definitely suggest that people do because this is twice as thick as my scope guide. And there's a reason for that because there's a lot more to do. There's a lot more to figure out with Blab and Blab still in beta Periscope's not. So I have to keep updating that. Um, there is a lot to do at once on Blab where there's not quite as much to do on Periscope. So I think starting out of the gate, uh, having a co-host would be a great idea.
0: So Jennifer Quinn was actually the first guest that i had on this show and she's here i don't know if you know jenny q um Mm -hmm. she says i have i've heard nothing but great things about you thank you for doing this show do you belong to and or promote any periscope groups tribes and what is your general opinion about them
1: okay so i belong to the perry girls um i do belong to them and i am i belong to all of the periscope groups on facebook except for the real estate one, uh, because I wasn't able to join that one because I don't sell real <laughs> estate. And although I did try. Um And then I I think I also joined all the Blab groups on Periscope. But the Perry Girls is really like the only overall big group that I joined. And um, uh, I did that I was in the Heart Tribes. And then I had to take a sabbatical because I couldn't deal with the Heart Tribes and putting, doing my scopes when I had to, along with building right. my business, it was a little hard, but, um, yeah, so the Perry girls is awesome.
0: And, uh, uh, Serena Lynn asks, uh, how do you deal with the balance of acknowledging each person and comment, but still managing to get out your main point without so much interruption that it frustrates other listeners?
1: Uh, practice. A lot mm-hmm. of practice, <laughs> to be honest with you. When I first started scoping, I did way too much of interaction at the beginning and waiting way too long to get to the point. So much so that it started to bother me. And I was like, I'm doing this whole intro thing way too long. And so I cut back on that. And I try very hard now to get to the point quickly because, uh, you know, my viewers know that I value their time. And I also value my own. So, you know, I don't want to waste anybody's time. And I want to use the platform as effectively and as efficiently as I can.
0: How do you see um, people who use Periscope primarily to promote what they're doing on Blab? What do you see people who do that? What are they doing effectively? Or is it effective when they use Periscope in order to call attention to or bring audiences over to, to Blab?
1: Well, I mean, I was on Periscope for a couple of minutes before coming over here, and people came over here, so I guess it worked. Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to try that next week. I, I still have yet to do my first scope. So,
1: Well, we'll get you on there. So we'll get you on
0: there.
1: But, um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, if that's the only way, way that they want to use it, and it's working, that's fine. I mean, however you want to use these platforms is up to you. I make no bones about the fact that I use them for business. Even if I go on to a scope or I go on to you know my own blab or someone else's blab and we're laughing and we're having a good time, I am still all about business. I am still going to leave there having completed the goals that I set. So I have a different goal for every Periscope, at least one. I have a different goal for every blab. So even though you don't see these things written down, even though you don't see me necessarily going through and checking off my list as I do different things, there are many, many, many things that I've already done, uh, maybe without you even noticing, just by sitting here.
0: Uh, one of our guests, by the way, we have open seats. Anybody wants to jump on and ask Bonnie some questions about Periscope or about Blab or about their business, feel free and we'd love to have you, you join us. Um, Robert C. Stern was one of the guests we had on, on the show, and he mentioned he seems like he's doing a world tour going around, speaking all over, and in very intelligently picked mostly warm weather climates over the next couple of months. But he did mention that you were going to be speaking at least one of uh, his events. Can you talk a little bit about that, tell people how they can see you if they're they're in the Midwest?
1: Yeah, so, uh, so I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I will be speaking at um, the uh, – social media for small business conference when he comes to St. Louis in March. He also wants to get me over to Kansas city, but I told him, I don't know. And he keeps like, Oh yeah, no, 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 <laughs> really. You can, I'm like, I, we'll see. So uh, yeah, so I will be here um, for the St. Louis one. And he is doing a whirlwind tour and he keeps adding cities. So, you know, every week or so there's more cities on that list. Um, and so basically he's going around uh, and, uh, A few people are accompanying him to a few different cities and then he picks up different people when he goes along to the various cities. And we're all talking about social media. We're all talking to small business owners and or solopreneurs. um, People who may not, you know, they know what social media is, they understand the importance, but they may not have the resources nor the time to really do justice to the social media that they need to have for their business. And so we're going and helping them and showing them kind of tricks of the trade and things that we do all the time every day that ultimately save a lot of time in the long run. And to let small business owners and solopreneurs know that yes, you can do social media and you can do it right. You don't always have to farm it out and it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg, nor does it have to cost you hours and hours and hours of your day to get get the job done.
0: Now, you mentioned that when you, before you got into live streaming, you weren't getting a lot of traction from your Mm -hmm. social media platforms. How has that changed, or has it changed your Twitter, your your Facebook page, anything like that? How's that changed since you've built now a following um, through live streaming?
1: So before, uh, okay. So when I was a full time blogger, we did a lot of follow for follow.
0: By the way, let me just interrupt. Did you blog under your own name, or you blogged um, under a company name, oh, or others? It, unders-
1: it was Lady Blogger. Okay. So okay. and it's still out there. I just, I mean, because you just
0: mentioned you did, did some blogging for other people mm-hmm. and things like that. Okay.
1: Correct, and I did it all on there. Yeah, and um, so so bloggers tend to do a follow for follow, which is lovely, only because it builds up your numbers, so that when brands look at your numbers, you have big numbers, and they want to pay you to do things, right? Right. That's the only reason it's good. So when I started the Women in Biz and then later um, rebranded under my own name, I had a Twitter filled with people who had no interest in anything I had to say. I had a list of 700 plus people, none of whom were interested in anything I had to write in my newsletter because all they wanted to do was read my old blog post, which I was no longer writing. So it has, I'm still in the process of this, but it has taken me a lot of months to kind of undo that and rebuild and get um, a following of niche followers, of people who are truly interested in business, who are interested in starting and growing their businesses, who are interested in the types of things that I have to talk about, the types of things that I write about, the types of things that I scope about, all of that. And that is a very different group than the group of bloggers before. So slowly uh, that is building up. But um, for example, I started my Instagram I don't know, maybe a month ago, and my number has tripled. That following has tripled. I don't, I definitely, I mean, if you look at my um, Periscope followers, I think maybe I have, I don't know, 2,300 or something. I don't have a lot. I really don't. But every single one of those people is a prospective client, not because they're following me, because they truly are a prospective client. People follow me because they know what they're going to get. They get the exact same thing every time i never i never deviate from my message of i'm going to help you build your business you don't have to start a business with any money right i never deviate from that i always deliver every single time i probably over deliver every time and for example um with the masterminds that I'm offering, I've done four of them before this, for whatever reason, this time around, people really needed to sign up on the weekends. Well, I usually just work Monday through Friday. I mean, I work a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, but I never see clients on Saturday and Sunday. So I opened up masterminds on a Saturday, one on a Saturday, and one on a Sunday to accommodate those people. That's what I do. So and people know that they know that they can come to me and that I will deliver in a very effective and efficient manner where, you know, if they go to Jane Schmo or Joe Schmoe Scoper, they may or may not have the same kind of scope two days in a row.
0: Wow, that's great. And are you finding, um, you know, when people join uh, join your, your scopes, how are you seeing like a timeline in a sense to like somebody going from dropping by to then coming by more regularly, all the way to joining a mastermind group or becoming a client? Can you see like, because people expect these things to happen overnight and social media is a long game. And I I do think that live streaming has really sort of sped sped up the the process because Mm -hmm. people get to know you in a way that they can, even if they followed you just on Twitter or Facebook for, for five years. So, I mean, have you? how, how do you see the, the timeline thing working uh, on live streaming versus other platforms?
1: Yeah, so, so research shows that between 7 and 12 touches, so touches on social media, meaning um, relationships of some manner. Research shows that between seven and 12 touches is what it takes before the typical person will buy from you. Um, live streaming speeds that up exponentially. I have people who have sat on in on one blab and immediately signed up for my mastermind, and that's hundreds of dollars. I've had people who saw, you know, a couple of scopes and then signed up to coach with me. I've had other people that watch me almost religiously and have never signed up, and that's okay too. Maybe they're not really in the market right now. Maybe they're just there consuming, like, you know, I subscribe to 25 different podcasts. But that doesn't mean that I then go and buy everything that all those podcasters have for sale. Right. I may have bought from some. I may not ever buy from others. That's okay. Um, But people come to me for, you know, to learn about business. People come to me to learn about social media and people come to me to learn how to do things the easy way. (laughs) Um, anybody can make things harder and for whatever reason, coaches love to make things harder. They love to make things seem like they are just so far out of reach that without them, you couldn't possibly attain those goals. I do the exact opposite. I make no bones about the fact that my job as a coach is to become, uh, so, you know, so much extra baggage that people don't need me anymore. That's my job. My job is to make you as successful as I can, as efficiently as I can, so that you no longer need me. Um, So I don't, uh, you know, people come to me because they know I'm not like other scopers (laughs) (laughs) or any other person, I guess.
0: So, Ravelle, are most of the scopes you do um, three to one blab scheduled consistently so people know when you'll be on?
1: So um my periscopes are usually between the hours of 10 a.m. Central and 5 p.m. Central, usually. Occasionally, I'll do an early morning. Occasionally, I'll do one late. If I'm on later than 10, people are like, oh, my God, Bonnie, you're up late, you know, because they know. <laughs> yeah. They know I'm not usually on at that time. Um my blab is, uh, oh, hi, Elizabeth. My blab, uh, my blab with Bonnie show is always at 10 a.m. Central Time every Wednesday morning. Now, besides that, like I said, I will do impromptu blabs, which I usually don't plan more than 30 minutes in advance. I do promote all over social media. I just do it within those 30 minutes. Um, and then I'll pop on to other people's blabs. So honestly, except for that Wednesday morning, no. They they won't know more than thirty minutes minutes in advance. That Are I'm you on. able
0: to tell at all which social media sites your audience is coming from? Have you been able to figure out like where you're getting the most, you know, bang for your investment and in, in time?
1: Periscope and Blab. Mm-hmm. All of my clients come from Periscope and Blab. And so we- not most, not many.
0: All. But what I'm interested in is when you're pro- when you're promoting, like you have mm-hmm. a half an hour till you go on, you decide you're going to do it, and and you start pushing out the information. Mm-hmm. Are you are you aware at all of which platforms are working best for you for promoting? People yeah. to come to your scope or to come yeah, to your blab. To
1: be honest with you, I mean, I promote in the Facebook groups that I'm in, mm-hmm. that I'm in, you know, for Periscope or for Blab. I'll do that. I put them, I run two Facebook groups, so I'll put it in that. I have one LinkedIn group, I'll put it in that. And I put it generally across social media. To be quite honest with you, I get more people simply from clicking yes, tell all my followers I'm now on Blab. I, even though I do all of those things I just said, mm-hmm. I will literally do like 15 separate promotions before I hop on a Blab. Even if it's just 30 minutes before, I'll do 15 different promotions. But honestly, I get more people <laughs> who get the notification, Bonnie's on Blab, and so she, they'll, they'll hop over. More hey, people come from that.
0: Hey, Walter, hang on one second. Um, Serena Lynn asks, are you going to the Periscope Summit?
1: Um, I am supposed to. I bought my ticket, and I don't think I'm gonna go.
0: Oh, I would have. So, I would have liked to go, but I, I planned a vacation before I knew about it, and I really okay. need a vacation.
1: So, so I'm gonna just donate the ticket, basically.
0: Hey, Walter, how are you? <laughs> uh,
2: good Hi, evening. Walter. Hello. Uh, I, I have some interesting, I think, perspective. First of all, I got tr- I have trouble with my Chrome. I'm on a uh, Mac Pro. And it, the screen, you guys are tremendous and I can't see myself. How do I make that smaller?
0: You can get closer
2: to your camera? No, 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 it, it, the, uh, when you, you can do that like you, you make your window larger in the computer. But anyway, forget that. So here's the thing. I, I've been in business since 1976. So my way of coming at this is very different because all of the people, Except for one person that I know and met on Facebook, maybe one or two people, they wouldn't even come near this. I've actually showed it to a few real estate agents when I they, when they've come here for me to photograph them, and you know I showed them a live blab, and they say hey, that's interesting. You know, like maybe they could use it somewhere in the future. But I, I really don't have any drive or way of introducing to some people what's here that might be good for them, but, you know, I guess that's kind of a question.
0: Bonnie, <laughs> thoughts on, on how you can bring more people to now, Blab? Bonnie, you're, you're the teacher, right? Was, or, maybe, or maybe Blab isn't for everybody. So,
2: What's that, Bonnie? What?
1: I said I was kind of waiting for the question mark in there, Walter. So, well, oh. you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, live streaming's not for everybody. It's not. Yeah. And there are some people who are never going to get on here and that's totally fine, right? Now, right. could real estate agents be all over this and increase their business? Absolutely. A million times, absolutely. And Periscope yeah. as well and probably Meerkat and Firetalk and all of them, right? But they may never do it, or they may. I mean, I know a couple of real estate agents um, who are dabbling in Periscope and Blab, and they're starting to really gain a foothold, and they're kind of starting to figure out how they might want to use uh, how they might want to use the platforms. I personally don't feel that any real estate agents are really just dominating it yet. Uh, I mean, that was
2: just a really one that, that was just one example, but even mm-hmm. artists. I mean, you know, talking to between artists, I can't have I have people they love to to blog or, or whatever they do over there in the like an art site but mm-hmm. but you can have an actual conversation looking at each other and 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 talking even if it's not to the outside community necessarily if they don't have one yet whatever mm-hmm. there's so much so many possibilities that it's, it's actually agreeing. actually frustrating and I remember I'm photographing since nineteen fifty eight and and doing art that long but in, 19, in the 1970s, around 76 when I actually started my business, I, I, I started asking people who are in the real estate business, do you want a picture for yourself? You know, like put it on the car because I wanted to put it on the car. I didn't have enough money to afford that yet. I didn't make commissions like the real estate people. Oh, we're not allowed to do that or they, that's not done. You know, it was like that was, they were too good for that. Now they all come to me for the same thing that I was trying to ask them. So that was part of what I did was fashion. So in fashion, you can see what's coming up the road. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and you show it to people and then they follow.
0: Well, the right. other thing I think that, that a lot of people are losing sight on is even if the people that, for instance, using the real estate example that they're trying to sell houses to are not watching their blab, they can still repurpose either parts or all of it on other social media Mm -hmm. on their website so that when people come to visit their website and find out, is this a credible person, somebody that I would feel comfortable doing business, you see them come alive. You see them talking, you see what their thoughts are, you hear what they have to offer. And it's Mm -hmm. another way to, to, to reach people and to show, you know, what you can do. Mm -hmm. And, and, I think most people are missing that aspect of it. They're saying, okay, well, there'll be 20 people in the room and none of them will be from my zip code. So what difference does it make? Well, you know what? A lot of people, those people would rather watch a video of you talking and feel like, is this somebody that I would have the chemistry and the trust to work with over reading a blog post or or a tweet or something like that. So um, never people shouldn't think that they're limited to, The people who are watching live, the replay Mm -hmm. is there as long as you want to keep it up. And of course, you can repurpose it on all sorts of channels. You can put it on on even on your LinkedIn profile and Mm -hmm. and somebody checking you out can can find it. So um, but for a lot of people, it's going to take years. I mean, this this platform, we don't know where it's going to go. I think it's going to have a bright future, but it's going to take years. I mean, there are businesses that still don't feel comfortable you know, posting something on Facebook because they feel that's, that's not. true. In some people don't even go on.
2: Some people don't even go on the internet. But, right. but and, and, and it's true. But the other thing is, Bonnie. Here's a, here's a, a, if you're interested. Here's a, a, a wide open arena for you to go into, like talking, having talks about other possibilities for for this, these platforms. In other words. We're talking now about the real estate or artists or whatever, but, but there are so many other venues that this can be used for some, so mm-hmm. many other parts of business and different types of business. And so, I mean, you can really expand if you're interested, you know?
1: Well, exactly. And, and, uh, like Ross was saying about repurposing, I, you know, first of all, um, you know, Walter, what, what you and Ross were talking about is thinking small, versus the big picture right my big picture is to help as many people as i possibly can start and grow their business i don't care where they're from and i don't care what their business is and i truly i mean if they want to hire me that's great but that's the gravy that's not the main course my well, main course is well, i don't mean for
2: you, you to many, be hot but i mean for you to talk to. You know,
1: i know i understand i understand um, and so some people are thinking very small. So if they're, um, you know, a real estate agent from San Diego, they're thinking that if they come on Blab, which is a global platform, if they come on Blab and the, you know, there's 18 people in the room and none of those 18 people live in San Diego, then they've wasted their time. My sense is they absolutely have not wasted their time if they're trying to garner people's attention and their no like, and trust factor, and if they're trying to show themselves as an expert in their field. And if that's what they're trying to do, then they're absolutely, absolutely using their time very well. Plus, you never know which 18 of these people know somebody from San Diego. Not to mention that you can also refer people from city to city, back and forth with real estate. So, yes, there are many, many, many untapped uh, – Potential areas that blab and all of these platforms can be used for for example I I put up my membership site one of um, one of the videos in my membership site is how to repurpose One scope 15 ways one scope repurpose it in 15 different ways so um, You know and one of those ways is to push it up to your YouTube channel And uh, so for example uh, when you join my membership site you see the best of the best of all of my stuff, whether it's a scope or a blab or a, a PDF or a tutorial, whatever it is. When you go on my YouTube channel, you see stuff that's really good, but it's not the best. Mm-hmm. The best is on my membership site. So you're not putting
0: your scopes on catch then, right? I
1: do have my scopes on catch, but they're invisible.
0: Okay. But, but let's, let's, just one other
2: thing in, in real estate, just as an example, okay? I put a link to a guy that's in real estate who owns real estate in Manhattan, but was an agent originally from Germany who actually did international. In other words, he he had a real estate uh, following or business in, in Germany and he got people that were from other countries and spe- specifically Germany, probably that invested in buildings in Manhattan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So here's a, a different angle. So the a guy in San Francisco or, Tucson, or wherever it is, is going to talk. If they can talk to people in other parts of the world that want to come to them and purchase in their area, that's a totally different volume.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. But mm-hmm. that's also thinking big, Walter. I
2: know.
1: And a lot of people don't do that.
2: Well, that's all I do.
1: I know that's all you do. All right.
0: well, I know there. that.
1: But you're also a visionary, and most people are not. You're a creative, and most people are not.
0: The, the other thing is, there may be only... 20 people in a room on most blabs today, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But three years from now, there may be local blabs where, you know, people in one zip code, there'll be 500 people from, (laughs) you know, a county or two counties getting Mm -hmm. together to discuss. And all of a sudden that real estate agent who got on now or that artist, that local artist who got on now and, and kind of refined their game and got used to being on and hadn't established following will be so much further ahead. You know, it's like the people who jumped on Twitter right away. First of Mm -hmm. all, they didn't have to deal with all the noise. But secondly, they already had a credible account once people started doing business on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, They they were so much further along. So I, I think, again, when you talk about thinking big, if this thing takes off, which, you know, again, I think we all believe, everybody who's doing this believes that this is you know as social as it gets and probably the future of social some people don't think so some people think you should still be doing recorded youtube videos and leave it there or mm-hmm. you know you know that facebook thing is here to stay probably but let's let's not get into facebook video yet or whatever mm-hmm. but the way the web is going it's it's going towards video so there's, there's really no downside for somebody to spend a few hours a week on Blab and get mm-hmm. good and understand the platform so that if it does take off, they can sell houses or they can move artwork or they can, mm-hmm. you know, just engage in enjoyable discussions like they had been doing on other platforms previously. Well, right. Get,
2: and
1: you and, you and you when people ahead. ask me about Periscope and Blab, you know, and they're like, well, I tried it and it just didn't work for me. I'm like, Tell me about that, what does that mean? I tried it. Well, I went on there and um, I did one periscope, but no one was there and so I stopped it after five minutes, so it didn't really work for me. (laughs) Okay, well, I can guess why. First of all, nobody knew you were gonna be there and then you gave it, what, 300 seconds of a chance? Okay, (laughs) of course it didn't work very well. So I always tell people, I give the 10-day rule for Periscope and Blab both. Try it once a day for 10 straight days. And after the end of that 10th day, if you still don't want to do it, don't do it. But at least then you truly have given it a chance and you truly know what you're saying no to. But just barely sticking your toe in and then backing up entirely and deciding it can't possibly work for you and your business is a huge waste of an opportunity. So I always say 10 days, then you want to say no, say no, because then you say you know what you're saying no to.
0: Okay. I also believe that if people are meant to sort of do this and they they have a knack for it, mm-hmm. they're probably going to enjoy it even if there's one person watching, right? Absolutely. And they're going to think about the repurposing aspect mm-hmm. and so forth. So, I mean, if you get on and there's nobody watching, don't quit. Do what mm-hmm. you were going to do because it takes time for people to find you. But also, you might get a gem in there and you can repurpose that and you can use it to to, to – Show off your business in another forum. I mean, even if we got the most people on this blab that that were ever on a blab, right, I could Mm -hmm. reach more people potentially by whatever I tweet out after this than Mm -hmm. I will even if we got record numbers on this blab. Um, So you you, got to think that this is just one point in time. But if you create something of value, it will live on and serve to build your business or your brand or whatever. In the future, and even if it doesn't, you find out whether you like doing this, whether this is going to be a platform that works for you. I mean, as I mentioned last week in our conversation along similar lines, it's so low risk, high reward. More than any other platform. I mean, if you if it doesn't turn out to be good after ten days, leave, hide your videos right so 10 people saw it and didn't like it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right right Well there's no downside to that
1: exactly but the upside
0: exactly. with the the, the, yep. the strength of the connections you can make are so powerful that talking to 15 people or 20 people on blab can be more powerful in terms of the connections you make and the business opportunities as as mm-hmm. bonnie has given us so many great examples tonight Versus tweeting to thousands of people or talking to hundreds of people on, on, on Facebook. And Walter, do you have a, a final question or comment as, as we get ready to, to yeah, wrap final up? comment. Up. I think
2: that, that I understand the people that are coming on focusing on their specialty or knowledge or whatever. But I think also that each one of these people have vested interest in this platform really staying in existence and growing. So the... The best thing to do, from my perspective, and, and Bonnie, I think you're one of the people that, that has the ability to do this, is to look at different, different ways that it can be used and let people know, like some kind of outline or chart or something, so that people, when they first come in, I mean, you can come in at a certain time of day and see people sleeping and, 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 and doing all sorts of things that is <laughs> worthless for business. And where do I, what do I have to do with this? You know, and that's, that's a person might say, this is not going to work for me. I'm not interested in that. But if, if there's some kind of organization chart or something that you can use as a guideline and say, all right, come in with someone else that you have a, a you know, pre-fixed idea of what you're going to talk about and make a blab if that's going to be your first one or something like that. If they the people that you, know, you don't have time to look at other people's or whatever it is, that'll give them some help as far as making it grow in that kind of positive direction. That's all. Well, thank Have you, Walton. Well, thank you
0: so much for your great questions. And, and definitely come back. I, I'd love to talk to you more uh, about your ideas. Have a nice day. Thank you. Uh, there I, were
1: a couple of questions that were addressed, Ross, that I or that were asked that I didn't sure. address. And so, um, so Durham asked, um, are most of the people for my challenge or most of the people who I work with in my age range? And the answer is no. Um, I'm 51, and most of the people are not 51. <laughs> Some are much older, and most of them, because of my age, are far younger. My clients range in age from people in their 20s to people in their late 60s. Um, and uh, um, and many of the people who were on here, actually, um, not, well, a, a good number um were either my clients or um, people from the challenge so that is really exciting to see because i didn't know that they were going to be on here so that's really neat um and uh so so you talked a lot ross about the roi and i can literally measure the return on my investment in my paypal account i can literally measure so do i spend a lot of time on live streaming yes because every single client I have, I met on either Periscope or Blab. Every single one. Every um, product that I have sold, I have sold as a result of an interaction that I had with somebody on Periscope and Blab. Or, and, or Blab. So, and many of the
0: people of course, come to you to learn about live streaming. So to be exactly. able to demonstrate on a daily basis how you do it and how can you can you there's nothing better, right? It's not just... I do because I teach because I can't do. You teach right. because you do as well as almost you know anybody is doing right now on on, on Periscope, and you. you provide so much value. So,
1: thank you. Yeah. So, um, you know, when somebody asks me a question, um, I show them exactly how I would do it, or exactly how I do do it. Or, for example, um, yesterday I was doing uh, Periscope profile reviews. So I would say, okay, so let me know if you need me to review your profile and they would say yes or no. And if they said yes, I pull up their profile, I show it to the screen and I talk about the good parts and I talk about things that should probably, you know, could use some tweaking. Um, so everything that I'm talking about are things that help them, are things that I do, are things that I've done every single thing on a daily basis over and over and over. Um, and once again, You know, sometimes I go on Periscope and nobody's there. But, I mean, does it bother me? Yeah, it bothers me. But you know what? I don't shut up because my why is to help as many people as I can. So I simply do exactly what you said, Ross. I keep yammering away. I deliver the content. I'm there to deliver. And guess what? I repurpose it. I tweeted out four to six times, every single one of my scopes gets tweeted out four to six times in that 24 hour replay mode. And then it gets repurposed. So every single thing I'm doing gets repurposed in some way, everything. So would I prefer that there were people there? Yes. (laughs) However, (laughs) people not being there or fewer people being there does not deter me from delivering my value.
0: Right. And they may be there one day and not there the next and then back the next day. So if you quit because you had a a down day in terms of attendance, then Mm -hmm. you're not going to be there for the good day that follows. Right. Exactly. And you don't know what the reason, what what the reason is always. It could be what's going on in the world. It could be, you know,
1: it's life. Right. Right. (laughs) Right?
0: People, honestly,
1: I mean, I'm not so stupid to think that people have nothing better than to listen to me on Periscope every day. Right. So, you know, I get it. Some days are fabulous days. You know, I've had many more scopes that have over 100 people in them. I've had many more of those in the past couple of weeks. But you know what? It could be followed up by a scope that has 12 people on it. Okay, maybe it wasn't a good title. Maybe there was a great show on television. I don't know. Maybe it's a sporting event, another one that I don't watch. Maybe, right? It doesn't matter. I'm still going to deliver the value.
0: And how's your son's basketball team doing?
1: Um, had a very big win. He had a great game today. So thank you.
0: <laughs> great. So people interested in, in your coaching or other services, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. Um. So the best way is uh, to go right here, bit.ly forward slash 20 chat. So if you go there, that will take you to my Calendly, my online calendar, and you can sign up for a 20-minute time to chat with me. It's totally free, 20 minutes of your time. You're going to tell me a little bit about your business, and based on what you tell me, I'm going to give you some ideas for what I think would be the next best steps to take to move your business forward that may or may not involve working with me the next best steps are not going to involve working with me. I may then say, oh, and by the way, I have this thing that could also help you. So regardless of whether or not you are ever exchanging money with me, um, I'm still going to give you great ideas.
0: That's great. Thank you so much, Bonnie. This has been a a truly enjoyable hour. It's flown by. And I think, you know, you provide so much value and and you did here again tonight. So it's great talking to you. And I I look forward to keeping the conversation going and, and your other platforms.
1: Thanks a lot. It was really, really fun. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks. Next week, uh, live stream stars, seven o'clock. We're going to have, who are we having on next week? Thought Leaders Platform, Karen Graves. Absolutely. You're paying attention to my promos. I should pay more attention. (laughs) Karen Graves from the Thought Leaders Platform. Think and Grow Rich for Coaches. Very innovative on Blab. Looking forward to talking to Karen. Then I'll be off for a couple weeks. And then Mitch Jackson on the 25th of January streaminglawyer.com and, and who's going to give an us us an update on the Periscope Summit and answer all your questions about legal issues and uh, some great episodes coming up in February as well. So thanks everybody. See you back there next week, Monday at 7 p.m. Have a great thanks night.
1: A lot, I appreciate it.